Poetry is where tenderness begins. Even one beautiful poem can teach you everything you need to know of life and love. This is Anil Bhandari and you are listening to Uncut Poetry. Tenderness in the pause. She said, "I saw the year's first butterfly. Spring is here. Why not you?" I like being submerged in your contradictions. Action is intent, words are useless. So have I shown enough warmth now to tell you you are wanted. I touched her face on the screen, cold, and I knew it was really time. I miss dancing with you when everyone has left the floor. in a crowded party as the band plays our favorite tunes knowing us to be lovers as raw as original sinners and she asked why is life such a determinant in love why did i fall in love with you and find you'd gone to the other side of the world i want to read out my poetry to you and see your eyes grow softer than tears when you don't say a word and i know the stories welling inside you i waited for the lump in my throat to melt trying to find the right words to say that living was easy it was love which wasn't that she forever seemed to be light it was my wind which weighed heavy that it was i who couldn't find my way to her that when she thinks of me i'm a man being called in from the cold and we sat looking at each other time resting for a while in our pause the screen steady our sighs frozen our ache like a bruise we shared wondering if we couldn't use some of the universe's mercy now and we hung like a brown dry leaf caught in the boughs of a tall green tree looking at each other so much in love letting our tears flow just flow just flow I read this incredible poem today and I weeped at its infinitesimal beauty tenderness by James Cruz Let me read it out to you. Tenderness. You know how a half-buried stone in the yard will clear all the snow from around itself, little by little, leaving only a hollow of warmth and a cushion of moss you want to rest on until winter finally ends. That's how tenderness works in us. some heat rising up from beneath then spreading outward to touch the lives of anyone who comes near slowly softly making a safe place for them to stand in melting away the coldness that gathers around us It's remarkable the way anger and desire and desolation and longing and love work inside us simultaneously. It's a unique human ability to hold all of this inside at the same time wrapped more often than not in an envelope of tenderness. Tenderness. 
And I think the only thing which makes us go on in spite of all the hardships of hearts that we face is with that amazing hope that life will sort it all out for us. But the fact remains, to believe in this living is a hard way to live. What makes people to persevere through the exhaustion when in the name of hope there is nothing more than a recurrent, duplicitous dawn? What makes people to keep their belief intact that there is a road which they will turn and there will be different outcome to look out for? Why are there not more suicides? There have been tropes written on dimly lit lives which seem to be forever on the edge of insanity but which look normal in their daily breath, the illusion of ordinariness making them mesh into the continuum of quotidian grey. This is normal until it is not. Suddenly there is an explosion. People snap and destroy things, lives, often their own. The alternative is even worse. There is an implosion and aching bodies become islands of doom as they suck all that is good and bountiful into their black hole. Entire landscapes of hearts stand barren, eviscerated rather than destroyed, rendered hopeless than killed. Cruel men know this. They know the power men have on each other, how controlling lives is often only a factor of knowing what they care for most. It could be livelihood, it could be dignity, it could be trust, it could be faith. The lowest blow is always to the highest ideal. The deepest cut is always to the most transparent belief. We, who are the simplest in our exposition of what we care for, are the most vulnerable to wounds. There will always be someone ready to exploit our guileless openness. That's why we require protectors of flames, the wise innocents, those who have been attacked but are still not cynical, those who are wounded but hold their scars as medals they have got for lost battles, for their richest lessons have come from their bitterest experiences and how it makes them resolve to save those who are not able to fend for themselves. And that's why they have to be half-buried stones in the yard with their growing circle of tenderness for good men to find their refuge. This is Sunil Bhandari and you are listening to Ankat Poetry. I have a fantastic newsletter called The Uncuts. It's a weekly dosage of culture, art, music, poetry. Please do subscribe to it. The link is in the notes. And if you love this episode, do share it with someone you love. And follow Uncut Poetry on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Ghana, Geosavan or wherever you get your podcasts from. See you next week.